This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. My name is Dale and I'll be your host this week. Alongside me as always, he did a fun run this week. It's Matt Bungard. It was fun. And a man who doesn't think that fun and run belong together, it's Mitch Doyle. Accurate assessment. Look, <laughs> mate, generally accurate. I don't understand the concept of fun run. It was a good day. Really good day. <laughs> Aside from I, the I poetry. I appreciate my knee cartilage and I don't want to put it through that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just it for me. Heartbreak Hill is what I, I call I run the most the and I have by far the least knee injuries of the three of us. Maybe there's a lesson there. Mm, stay maybe work. you two should just get out there and more. Stay Be a part work, of it. kids. Mm. Um, how are we all? Chugging along? I like that you both just ghosted that. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, feeling yeah. good. I, good. I did my knee, mate, slogging the gut, my guts out for the boys. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. You not- selfish solo runner. <laughs> no, not surprised not, at all. Not, not a par <laughs> yeah. in Darlinghurst getting clapped on yeah. the way to Bondi. <laughs> also, the only one here currently still playing uh, registered team sport. No, I am. No, he plays basketball. Yeah. Oh, and look. touch. Oh, uh, one of those isn't a sport, and the other one you're the, also is a you're sport. The, you're the Brian Scalabrini of the basketball team. You're the gimmick player that comes. And comes I'm still the basketball team. <laughs> but you're the gimmick player in your team. I'm sure. Incorrect. I'm like, yeah. Could having, watch, having watched Bungard play football, I'm inclined to agree. Yeah. Anyway, the gimmick moving, is that I'm not very good. Moving along. Thanks for lending me your shin guards two years ago. By the way, I'm no sure worries. we've covered that on this podcast. Yeah. Alrighty, moving along. On to uh, another game that needed shin guards. North Queensland 34, Brisbane 30. Up at uh, Willow's Oval in Townsville. Um, can we cancel sport and just play this every day no. on repeat? It's quite funny no. that this just keeps happening. Not necessarily well, Brisbane one. losing, but it's like this was so good. It. <laughs> it's <laughs> not the last one. Jason Tamalolo's not retiring. No, but Thurston's gone. Yeah, but that's it. Well, that's it. We needed that a one man wrecking yeah. crew just steamrolling through the middle. You mean JT? I do. The big, the large JT. He has been wrecking his own team for the whole year. So the large JT, not the okay, small JT. Sorry, my apologies. Yeah, is he still the fastest man at the Cowboys? Probably. That's sad. <laughs> no, in a number might, of ways. Uh, none of a f- Michael Ball was not particularly fast anymore either. We saw that this year. I don't know. Yeah. Gal um, Mosby's not fast. He got burnt by Jimmy easily. I, like, he gave up after like three I steps. I was just about <laughs> that to was say. Bad. That was real bad. Like that was, and not necessarily just bad for him, but like, fuck, what a terrible look. Yeah, well, he's lost, like I know he lost his pace. I think I mentioned on here before, he's lost a lot of his pace recently. But Did yeah. a hamstring injury? I can't remember. He had a couple mm. injuries. And yeah, he's also a bit chunky than he was a few years ago. He does ago. look, uh, he's carrying a little bit of But yeah, this timber. was just like, I mean, what, 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 am I, what are you going to learn here from listening to this, talking about this game? It's exactly what was always going to happen, right? This is what this game is now. If you'd like to listen to our analysis of this game, tune in to the last although, six episodes that we've done a, of these it's games. It's the first time of the last nine the Cowboys have gone in up at half time, though. So that's, that's the one different thing. But again, the Broncos still got a two-score lead, and they still blew it with 20 minutes to go. What a surprise. Mm. It's good to have variety. <laughs> it is. How did you feel about Darius Boyd back at fullback, Mitchell? Uh, yeah, that wasn't great. And what a surprise that yeah, him and Nicarima were about 24 of the points we conceded with, with their responsibility. Like The first try from Gellum Osby, again, looks like, oh, just a good kick, but Boyd not sweeping. Second try is no one. Last one as well. well. And the last, last try... He's in the defensive line. Yes, Milford has a shot at it. But Boyd, being in the defensive line, it's a mistake there, but it's not the worst mistake. But if you end up there, you do what AJ Brimson did in the Penrith game, but you get on your bike and you sprint. It's the last, yeah. it's probably the last time in that game that the Cowboys are going to have the ball. You know this. It's the last tackle. Thurston's getting it. He's facing that direction. You sprint over there and hope. And even if, you know, if maybe it's a Sarko at fullback, maybe when Milford drops that ball, Sarko's there to bat it there. That easy. But he wasn't there. They scored. And yeah. And I know you can forgive when halves get run over. Like when, when Bill Kigal runs over a half, you forgive the half. When Pango runs over a half, you forgive them. 
But Nick Remember now three games in a row has been carried up, picked up like a suitcase by Gavin Cooper, and his old legs had carried over. It's it's ridiculous. Like a suitcase is very good. That's it. He's just like throwing throwing luggage around and just backs over and yeah, it scores. But mm. that was it. I mean, I think my biggest issue with this Broncos team was that that move. I'm not in support of Asako and Boyd, but there's just clearly no natural leaders in this side. There just isn't any, and it sounds like a cop out saying that kind of stuff. But it's like it's been a thing all year that there's been moments when we've been up by six or just down in a game and there's been decisive moments we've had nobody whatsoever put their hand up and whilst you know the, the two bigger leaders on the field I, I, on performance wise would be Pangai and Matt Lodge unfortunately but that's where they would be mm. but when you're down by 12 it's fourth tackle and it, so you're up by 12 or up by six and it's fourth tackle and you're 20 minutes out from your own line there's not much that Tavita Pangai and Matt Lodge can do for you there. Are you speaking about just guys who played in this game? Because I'd say Josh McGuire is probably your biggest leader as far well, as... Well, again, good. it's the same kind of thing. It's like he'll take an inspirational hit up, but he's not pulling the boys together behind the post no, good point. and saying something. Yeah. He's not, you know, again, fourth tackle our end. He's not, give me the ball, I want to sort this out. Because whilst Milford's improved out of sight this year, and he kicked really well for 65-odd minutes in this game, as he wants to do, he went missing when the Cowboys came back. And he did that, and then you've got Nick Rema, who's like a diet Milford, does the same thing. McCulloch's never been that guy either. And then Darius Boyd, whilst he's got the captaincy on him, it's more he fell into the captaincy. He's not that guy. And when not one person in those positions wants the ball in that moment, this is what ends up happening. Mm. It's more often not, you know, like James Roberts like runs infield and like, just give me it, I'll do something. Yeah. And like, we end up in the situation in this game when Shibasaki got thrown the ball in fifth tackle. You know, it came out of McCulloch's hands, went to Shibasaki, and it's like, well, where was Cody? Where was Milford? Mm. What's McCulloch doing passing it? Where's Darius? So there's one of those guys. And you know, the only real natural leader in that in that team to me is Alex Glenn. And again, forward and again, always injured. And I think yeah. it's a huge problem for them. And I think the leadership drain over the last few years has kind of caught up with them. They've lost, you know, Parker, they've lost Hodges, they've got to lose Thigh Day now. That's one of, that's my ba- my, I think that's one of my big bugbears on them currently. And I don't really know how they solve that next year, but they just can't go into next season and have Cody and Milf together. They just can't. Mm. It feels like as you say, I mean you've you can only Especially the young players, like Roberts isn't young, but like he can only put up his hand and do so much. Like he's not going to be the one who's going to kick a sixty-five meter no, bomb downfield over the fullback's head. And Milford's proven this year he can kick long. Yeah, you know, and he just and he just doesn't go in those moments. And you know, it's I don't blame him for that. It's mm. that's who he is, and it's kind of like you have to work with that. If Milford's your boy and you've you've got him for that, you're like, okay. Well, let's get somebody else who does who who fills the gaps. He has, and the problem we've gone, we've gone from Ben Hunt, who has the same problems Milford mm. has, to Nick Rima, who's exactly the same as those three. He's the same kind of player, but worse than the other one. I, yeah. I know it was never really in play, yeah. uh, but I kind of imagine if you guys had, say, got James Maloney instead of Jack Bird. Mate, Blake Green. Yeah, either. For example, like, mm. yeah. Sean Johnson's another example of what Milford is, right? Is that he doesn't want to be that guy, and they've tried to make him that guy for a long time, it didn't work. Blake Green comes in, and now Blake Green's touching the ball more, and it's like Sean Johnson has just got a new lease online mm-hmm. for that kind of stuff. and. There's not many of those halfbacks around, so fair enough, it's hard to find them, but Nicaragua's is not the answer in that combination, no matter the, whatever attacking form he has, because again, can't kick, doesn't turn up when they need him to, and he can't defend on his line. It's just too many negative, negatives it, there. It feels funny for me that you've got a team like the Raiders, we'll get onto them later, who have been so poor for so much of the season. Like, they've played well enough, but you know they haven't really been there in the clutch, um, who have had a natural leader come back, and you see the amazing difference that it makes in Josh Hodgson. But they, they have a leadership train too, though. They have the same problem yeah. we have. Um, like their, their, their best two leaders are a centre and a winger. Yeah. And you again, know? like they can make good runs on fourth tackle and maybe get an offload, but 
you know, they're, they're not going to bring people behind. They're fantastic that's one thing players, the Croakers you don't always want that cool. situation. You don't yeah. want a situation when Jordan Rapana has to come in the field and kick a 40-20. It's fa- it was as awesome. great as it was. It was sick, but yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> you no. know, and the Broncos face that problem now. And for all of Thurston's faults, the entire year, all the problems he's had this year, he wants the ball in his hands. Mm. And it showed in this game. And the boys went with him. Like McC- Jordan McLean had his best game as a as cowboy. A cowboy yeah, yeah. And potentially his best game as... A proper middle, if you get me. He played a bit. He hit the edges a bit at the Storm. Mm. He went up the guts the whole he game. Was great. Matt Scott's best game of the year. Tamalolo lifted, and the, the, the boy. And then JT just you know does his thing when the, when the pack's going forward. And not only did nobody in the Broncos halves or a similar step up, no one in the forwards did either. I yeah. mean, Pangai is not fit, so fair enough. But the first time we played Cowboys side this year, he hit as I said at that time. I think it was fourteen of Tamalolo's sixteen carries. Pangai hit him. We had to play on an edge with injury issues. And no Maguire, there was no one stopping that role. Mm. And then not, the role happened and then there was no playmaker it was similar to, stop, to stand up and stop it either. And like the point you make about McLean, I mean, the guy made 17 runs for nearly 200 metres was and, and wasn't the biggest metre eater. No. Which, again, if you've got two players like that to get you down the field as often as they do, then... It, it was a 2017 Cowboys-esque performance in the regard yeah. of that. that they, were, they took the first half away. They were doing well. Broncos or similar or opposition came back and got ahead, but then they threw the boys back on, and, mm. and that was working for them in the past, and it worked in this game. They threw Tamalolo, McLean, and Scott back on, and they they swung the game back in their in their favour. And of course, the Broncos, you know, even on top of that, not going to win any games if they keep dropping the ball so early and giving away third or fourth tackle later penalties. That's what they keep Kills doing. You. They keep doing it. Yeah. Fourth tackle penalties and later, and also always on the other end of the field. It's just they do it all the penalties. Last week, nine of their ten penalties were on fourth tackle or later. And you wonder why you get smashed. Yeah, that's that kind of stuff. They're just not smart, and it's just that's just what they are now. And, and I actually do feel sorry for that forward pack. Cause I feel like the forward pack actually playing really well, and they've been let down by guys in what in one through seven and nine. But what can they? Do? You know, there's not mm. much more you can ask from that pack to do. It's and I mean the fellas. the one the one penalty that they or one of the only penalties that they gave away in their own half. North Queensland scored from. <laughs> yeah, in in one of the greatest oh. goal kicking moments in rugby league history, I'm yeah. here for 55 meter penalty goals. I'd like yeah, to put that, that out great. there. That was great. We should have we should have mentioned earlier. Kyle felt lining that up and just banging off it. a kick off the well, kickoff tee. He did that like three years ago and he missed it against the Knights. Yeah, I think. They put yeah. It away. Yeah, yeah. No, bring it back. No, I'm here for it. I mean, it's not, altitude's not a thing because Townsville's on the coast. But yeah, fuck, so it's, good. Um, it's certainly a nice if you're a JT and Cowboys fan. That's the, the probably for, in terms of what this season was the perfect. Crescendo, you know, it's been a terrible season, but that you couldn't have asked for a better finish in that and, regard. And if, from where it's been. and if you dislike them, you'll enjoy the fact that even though they won, they're now lost. Yeah, that's what I. So everybody right. got yeah, something out of this game. It, it does hurt that again. If we had that win, we would have pretty much handed them the spoon. But yeah, <laughs> yeah what, whatever. Why? Why not? We'll come under that later. Yes. unfortunately. Yes. Uh, New Zealand Warriors twenty, Newcastle four, in the ring of the volcano at Mount Smart. I like it. Your boys. Yeah, mm. man, they just turned up. <laughs> like mm. Newcastle, I mean, there's not really a lot to say bad, like a, a lot bad to say about Newcastle in this game. I just feel like they were com- like just outclassed by. Well, yeah, the golfing glass, especially in the spine, was very visible. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like um, your boy Mitch Pierce, the first eight week of the season wonder, as he always has been. <laughs> what a surprise! Not fantastic since his return. Mm. Just okay. Mm. <laughs> But uh, that, that's been a funny one. The Cooper Cronk, Mitch piercing, people were trying to hold on Pierce as a better player. That lasted a few weeks. Wait, hang on. Apart fun. from me doing that to wind you up, did anyone actually think There's that? There's a lot of that. Really? There's a lot yeah. of that. Shoot. Wait, they think he was Roos- legit. Ro- Bitter's Roosters fans, they didn't want Pierce to go. All, no, all, all the, pi- the- all, hang on. All the Roosters fans we know turned on Pierce the no, instant mate. he well, left. You've been off Twitter. 
True. See, you know, like the four sensible roosters fan, remember? You know, the, and the, even they're not really that sensible. They're, 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 they're not clever men. <laughs> no, they still defended Miss Pierce for like 15 years. That's a fair point. They've jumped off. But they were smart enough to turn on a dime yeah, the instant. The other, right. like, 300 of the roosters fans or whatever, right. they're still with Miss Pierce. Oh, okay. <laughs> But yeah, what fair are enough. Fair to be enough. fair, 300 is kind. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Tuvasa Shek hit 338 metres. Is that an NRL record? It's not. The no. NRL record is Justin Hodges 346 metres against eight, the Storm 2006. Eight away. But surprisingly, not Tuvasa Shek's career high. What? His career high is 339 metres. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to go looking for that? No, 2015. Oh, good he stuff. enjoys metres. He does enjoy metres. 11 tackle breaks is terrifying. Well, mate, just, it was just one of those games that him, the Fus, and Mal Milo just... What's, they won in the game. What stupid number of meters did Tom Tavoyevich get in a Toyota Cup game again? Was it like 500? I, remember. Was, I remember there was a story yeah, about it. it was like, he got like 500 there. meters or something. It was stupid. I'm, I'm convinced that Toyota Cup actually didn't have tackles. <laughs> it didn't. That's true. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't really count anyway. <laughs> they just guessed at the end. It's like, yeah, you know what? 500. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. He did say, good. If Isaiah Papali'i was at a Sydney club, he'd be getting ridiculous hype right now, by the way. A 19-year-old back row playing as well as he has been playing this year. I mean, good for him not being getting ridiculous hype, but he's been quality. And I mean, he's a, not he's not even getting the most hype in his family, which is uh, which is good not, stuff. Uh, mum, mum, living off the name. Mum, how good? But, uh, like for a, an Antonio back row to play eighty minutes almost every week, but mm-hmm. also but be be solid defensively yeah. in that Warriors. Like he's defending next to Solomon Carter, which hasn't been an easy task. That has been a poison chalice. That's Carter for a and Marmolo out in that edge, and he's done a fantastic job of marshalling mm-hmm. that edge with Blake Green, mm-hmm. and he's had a great year. And his Warriors side, like this, this is coming back now. The boys are getting fit. Yeah. Tohu's to come back, but they've got back Lavaho Pulu this week. Tohu's the last one left. They're a real shot of taking that fourth spot. Mm. You know, and how, host- how long's uh, how long's Tohu been out for? Oh, eight weeks. He's been forever, mate. He's yeah. been in and out, in and out. So he's not just coming back from injury. He'll be fresh. The yeah, the only reason I don't think they're going to take that fourth spot is because they play Penrith next week. That's what they've got. No, but have you looked at Cronulla's last three games? Yeah, it's, but it's Cowboys, Knights, Bulldogs. Do you actually rate Cronulla? Cowboys, Knights, Bulldogs. Do you? They beat up shit teams, they, especially the Knights. Yeah. <laughs> I, especially I, the Knights. I, I feel like the Cowboys and Bulldogs can steal one of those. Yeah, you might be right. Hmm. And again, right. the Warriors also play the Bulldogs. Like, yeah, and Canberra, who will be given have given up. By well, that they're point. four against difference is forty, so that's the Warriors are not making that up. Especially when the Sharks yeah, hang fifty the on the Knights. Knights yeah, mm. um, yeah uh, that's the only reason I don't think that that. That they can sneak in there, yeah. and also you, yeah. So that, but that Penrith Warriors game, if the if the Sharks do stumble, is going to be a cracker. Yeah. Although again, Penrith's four hundred. Penrith have two points on the Warriors and an, and a seventy point. Well, what we've seen so far this the end of this year is that teams are fighting harder to not get the spoon than they are to get in the top four. So I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys or Dogs stole a game from from the yeah. from the Sharks. Yeah. Fair enough. The other thing is Penrith also play Newcastle, yeah. so might be a little bit. Too tough for the Warriors. Although they could Newcastle. Well, the Warriors, it's in their hands. They play the Bulldogs, mm-hmm. and they host the they host Penrith, and they take that off Penrith. And then last round, Penrith yeah. play the Storm. Yeah. So, so yeah, you know what? They could they could very sneak good in, and then they, they host the Raiders at the end of the year. The, the um, Warriors do, and the Raiders have given up all hope. Although there is yeah. a team in fifth who also does not play a top eight side for the rest of the year. But, <laughs> so they will definitely not but, win there. But will they be a top eight side for the end of the year? <laughs> I don't know. We'll get there. But mm. yeah, um, uh, the Warriors. Yeah, just a nice solid win. Yeah. Nothing, nothing f- amazing. No, but, but it's, yeah. it's important because like yeah. this was a team a couple of weeks ago where people were the, the, the murmurs were you know oh, you know they might 
they might uh, they might be the team that the Tigers could leap over, but they won the last yeah. two and they're they're, they're fine now. Yeah. yeah, what a signing Blake Green's been too. I yeah, they they hit on all their signings, haven't they? Just about. Yeah, they have. Um, uh, like Jared Beal's been good. Mm-hmm. Peter Hickey was good early, but Harris is close to one of the signings of the year. Yeah, he um, was up there, but Green as well. Away. Yeah, exactly. Been fantastic. Green, you know, just the. I didn't realize again. We talk about leadership. We were talking earlier. I didn't realize when he was at the Storm, we had that in him. But I guess you don't have to be that guy when you're there. Well, not just that, but like we didn't know. It wasn't that we didn't know that he had it in him. Like we openly mocked his his uh, hey, job whoa. at the Green. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang on a minute. No, I did, I liked Blake Green, but yeah. I did mock that how easy that yeah, was. Yeah, his, no, his no. simplification. Oh, well, we forgot to mention Adam Blair as well, who's also been, he has uh, been decent. Good. He has. Yeah. So. He's had a couple of good games in a row now there. Yep. But it's like he's gone to the Warriors and just taken that leadership role, like mm. a duck to water, like. The things he's doing with the respect and like kind of stuff, it shouldn't stand out like it does, but no one else in the league does that. Like giving a referee a send off, for example, the three game for Matt, of Matt Check and, and that was nice. games, and you know, giving respect they were giving fellow other players. Mm. And, you know, it's just real nice seeing him do that kind of stuff. And he's just, yeah, he's been a fantastic signing for them. He'd be the, up there, top five buyers of the year as well for me. And Warriors. I sit there and look at him, and I, I wanted Green. It was never going to happen, but I, when he when he left Man, he was like, oh, is there a chance we can get him? There was never, we never interested, obviously, but. The exact kind of half you want alongside or inside that kind of t- mm-hmm. t- side. Yeah. And yeah, they've just been... They, they, they are, you know, they're not going to say they're contenders, but they'll, they'll be... Um, I'd like to pick them for the comp, but let's just see. They'll be a difficult side in the finals. Sure. For a strong team. Yep. Thank God. Anyway, good, yeah. Good areas. The Knights, whatever. To us, check, they might be Dally M leader right now, which is good. Because again, the people have no idea he's playing well because he plays Friday 6pm every week. Yeah. <laughs> have they had a TV game? Hosted a TV game? Wasn't Warriors yeah, like, Raiders a TV game a couple of weeks ago? I swear year. Warriors Raiders was on Channel 9. It was really strange. That's strange. Uh, alrighty, on to the best result of the week. South Sydney 14, Eastern Suburbs Why 18. Look, there's just A, no need. B, you've said a Roosters win is the best yeah, result of the week. And C, your team lost by 900 points this week. Did, did I stutter? Fuck me. Yeah. The, the lack <laughs> of self-awareness. <laughs> Getting bung up. Jesus Christ. Wow. We lost... By four points nah, to look, a, with the fucking reserve grade back line. Yeah. I'm, I'm panicking. And you lost your full back after two minutes. But yeah, sorry. Yes, yeah, sorry. We had, a, we had a first grade back line for a minute and a half. Look, I'm just here for good radio. Oh, that's, all right. That's all I want. Uh, well, then I, you shouldn't have got me here, should you? Yeah. <laughs> your word's not mine. I'm glad you say, said them. Um, I was highly impressed by Tyrell Fumano's performance and, when he came on. Yeah, and Braden Burns. Yeah, Braden I think Burns they did a good job. Um, Obviously, the left edge is not going to not going to sing once you've taken out Gi and AJ. Those are the two guys that mm. link with Sutton and Walker and make it sing. Yep. you take that out, and that was yeah. that was the big judgment it's, for it's, South. Uh, uh, this happens, like because Pop and I were there with a couple of Roosters mates, and the moment Johnston got hurt, I was like. Mate, you've probably won this. Like, it's so hard to lose a spine player. It's still staggering that people just don't get this. Well, you could have done it. I mean, we you... were lucky that we had a winger on the bench. Well, well no, sorry, a centre on the bench in Fumo. You guys kind but... of carry one anyway. But if it happened five weeks, you'd have been fine. But Dewey, yeah. You, you would have had Dewey or you would have or had Burns. GI could have gone back if he yep. was fit. Or, yeah, you had options. You had, but it's, you already lost like three or four backs. I was dis- I was surprised. Like, I thought the more logical move, because like if, from anyone who's watched Dane Gago play fullback, <laughs> it would have been to put Cody to fullback and play John Sutton at 5'8", then put Fuimono in the back row. I just think it's one of those things that, that again, that Sutton Walker thing's been working so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that, true. That's It's hard to break that up. and I, I get that. And Walker was still pretty good in this game. I think yep. I think your big disappointments in the game to me Reynolds were, were and Reynolds and Sam Burgess. Yeah. So yeah. That's definitely Reynolds' worst game of the year. It was, it was, it was, five, it was Sam Burgess' worst game. Five errors, too I've many watched. errors. 
Look, just add it to our tally of errors that we talked about at the Which start of the season. Which is crazy, because the other two, were, even in this game, the Twins were quite good. Mm. They were. But, and one of them was playing yeah. with a bung hip. Sam, yeah. Sam had a Barney, and, but they don't happen every week. No, they like, don't. Whatever. Somehow, like, stupidly, Sam Burgess, best forward in the game, was coming back again. Like He's a great player, but he's, yeah. like, it's simple. Tamalolo, then daylight by, by distance. Yeah. That's it. But because okay. Tamalolo's apparently had some quiet games by only cracking like 190 metres last I few weeks. you could... Almost throw to power in the conversation. Maybe. But, well, but anyway. This is, but the, th- well, the, the big difference is that Sam has too many negatives in his game. Anymore. I agree with that. You're not, he, JT is not making five errors in yeah, the game. 2014 Sam Burgess is one of the finest forward seasons you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. No arguments there. But he's not 2014 Sam Burgess now. He has negatives in his game. And he gets suspended too often as well. Yep. He just can't be the mm-hmm. best forward in the game when you've given away over 20 he misses and made over yeah. 20 errors. Didn't you say and... he's... He's the most charged player ever. What was the stat you brought in? He has. He's the most referred player of all yeah. time. He's entered history more than any player. And he's only played like that's mad. He's only been here for like five, six seasons. or seven NRL seasons. Yeah, and and he's you know they don't they're not not charged because he hasn't got charged for all of them. But yeah. he's been the most referred player of all time. And that's, that's just that's wild. It. I mean, he's still a great player, but yeah, he um, uh, yeah. Like the error for me that typified it was that they were throwing a player crash ball to him on oh. the goal line, and he just spills it. That and one was like, a bad oh. one. Because they just had yeah, a, good, well. a good run from George, I think, and they yep. had a bit of they, had, they just got it. They got the ball. First run was George had a nice strong hit up, and mm-hmm. they had a quick play the ball. Yep. And it was like crash ball. Sam will do something after it, or whatever. But Sam but, just dropped it. Fortunately, it was, the ball crashed it was one onto of the, the like three quick play the balls they got in the whole game. So yeah. that was that was nice. Yeah, I do I do love the games like this, mate. When there's like Ruck. seventeen players. Ruck, how good's yeah. ruck control? I, I know that I don't want to see free flowing rugby league get yeah. in the way of ruck control. Yeah, this is, I know. I was really annoyed by those seven seconds of play between eleven seconds of ruck. <laughs> <laughs> every second, every time the ball was, I was furious. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to see Boyd Cordner jump in as a sixth man again for some reason. Why not? I've, I hope all the people who bash the high penalty counts are proud of yeah. this turgid shit that's been dished oh, up yeah. by the Roosters and the Storm in the yeah, last few weeks. Is, yeah, at least the Storm got their just rewards, but yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Roos, I thought I probably Radley and Cordner were both really good, probably the two th- best players on the ground I for the Roosters. I thought Fergo and Tupo were awesome as yeah, well. Fergo oh, sorry, yeah, I forgot. Really, really Ferguson, go, especially when he had to go back to fullback yeah. in those last 15 minutes and th- didn't put a foot wrong. Yeah, he he had great. that one error, bad error when he dropped that kick. Yeah. But the rest um, of the game, those two guys cut. Like, they made cut on half, half breaks and cut out of yeah, 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 pretty yeah. comfortably. It was one of those quiet the troll games. So I think he carried yeah, five carries. Th- Fumano hit him hard every time too. But quite when, a good job. when Ferguson's in this mood, it, re- it reminds me of kind of late Wendell Saylor, just like taking hit-ups like a prop mm, out yeah. of their own and off kick returns. Like he makes 20, 30 metres every time he gets the ball on a kick return. Little kid behind me was like, Dad, why doesn't Ferguson play in the forwards? Cause and, and, she, too and then the dad good. was like, oh, he's too small. And then the kid was like, but he's bigger than the forwards. And I was yeah. like, you he's know too- what, kid? Good point. <laughs> But, you know, that kid was Wayne Bennett. Continues his, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> continues his great year in terms of meter rating of Fergus. He was he was he was good in this game. And whilst Ryan Madison didn't offer much in attack, they they benefited from having him in defence in yep. that position because mm-hmm. the the the, the South were in a lot of the shape at him, and yeah, he, he dealt with it easily. But one thing you could see they were missing boys is that they've had a scrum in the opposition twenty and didn't throw a play on it. That's ridiculous. Like, oh, that's how you can know that the, currently yeah. they've moved some troops. Um, very defence orientated game. Even the tries, like all of them, were kind of weird. Like one was, the one was for some reason everyone just fell off. Uh, I think it was Radley threw that offload to for the first try. Yeah, everyone just fell off him randomly. That was strange. Then of course Reynolds' try was bizarre. Yeah. I did enjoy they checked on Sidedale for a kick to himself. That, yeah. that was good. Uh, and make, and, and not sure. just that, but also verbal. Uh, we've cleared the kick chases on side. Oh, good. I'm glad. Thank God. <laughs> and then you, of course the Roosters' second try came after a charge down kick. Yeah, and, and then, then one play later, Joey they, Manu, good effort good to effort. beat a couple of tackles. Joey Manu's slam dunk put down was quite good. Yeah, good. and then the last try came from a ridiculous pass from Braden Burns. Mm. Yeah. So 
But yeah, it's a handy very game. strange game. So um, were, for, for four minutes in there of those tries being scored, the yeah. game was fun. But see, the, the ruck was so slow in this game that, that yeah. it just never felt like a goal. It was a war of attrition that never really got going. Yeah. I, I think, mean, the, uh, you know, Kiri back for the Roosters, G.I. and Johnston back for South. Maybe it's a more entertaining and a bit more yeah. open. The, but. the one set that we discussed last week before Cook's try, like the, it was 75 minutes of it that. It was. And, you know, there was a lot of, I saw a lot of, a bit, a lot of hyperbole afterwards. Oh, what an epic between these two nah. old rivals! No, nah, this was it was, it, was, it was dull. Well, it was twenty errors, sixteen mistakes, and only four line breaks. Like, yeah, and that and that's how, the game was slow. Like, whatever. That's and just, three three of those four line breaks were tries. So, yeah, yeah. true. That's just the game it was. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it's, sometimes it happens, mate. You guys had to be up for the storm the week before. Yep. These games, like this, is the reason why it's so hard to win four big games in a row in the finals because you've just come off the storm. That's why you got to finish top four, win week one. Exactly then right. You've got to win three exactly games. Right. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just sad that like, Dewey sat on the bench all year waiting for a chance and then when he would have definitely got Pop. a big, big chance in this game, he's not yeah. there anymore. Oh, oh, well. Um, I'm sure we'll see the Roosters again. Alrighty, moving on to Rubina on <laughs> Saturday afternoon. The Gold Coast 16, Penrith 17. They, they can't keep getting away with it. Well, clearly they can. <laughs> clearly. Uh, a Nathan Cleary missed conversion after the siren, followed by a Nathan Cleary successful penalty, uh, successful yeah, drop goal. Yeah. Footy. So, um, Ash Boys. Taylor was a disgrace in this game again. That again. I'll, I'll tell you again where he the lost the game me. was that ridiculous field goal, field goal attempt. You're so far out. You're that's and it's three minutes into the. Ten minute period, you could just, just keep that put it in the corner. corner. What are you doing? It was terrible. It gave him a seven tackle set. He didn't and even want the ball either. Really, the way yeah. he was playing that day, he's been playing like a busted for well, a couple of yeah. months. And I, I said on the day, but if you gave AJ Brimson's attitude to Ash Taylor, he were like top three player in the comp. He'd be gave, probably like, one of the best players in the world. Like yeah, Brimson, whilst he isn't the world's most talented player, like, you haven't seen him crack a game open at any point yet. But man, he's just everywhere. He like, fucking tries so hard, man. Yeah, there was that that, that try he saved in this game where he ma- took a, made a tackle on the left hand side and went the whole Scoots distance across to the outside the field sweeping. Made another accept tackle and threw himself at stuff like Wanga Blake scored threw himself at him still, but just yep. effort plays. And that's the kind of stuff you can you can hang your hat on as a as a Titans fan or a Titans team. You want someone doing that because there's, there's, that team shouldn't should be better than what it is at this yeah. point. Now there's a good enough forward pack. It has Ash Taylor, Brimson's putting in as an okay backline. Should be better than what it is. Mm. I mean, they were good for the like they were beating a top four team by a couple of tries with 20 minutes to go, yeah. and then fuck, again it just happens every week. Oh yeah, and then that terrible what. Jared Wallace on the last try that Penrith scored, deciding to charge at James Maloney. What a moron! So that to leave Ash Taylor on an island on Bill Kickow, what do you think is going to happen, mate? Mm. Like, Bold, terrible. Like Maloney's ten meters on the line, you charging at him, you're never getting to him. You know, <laughs> he's, he's Mitch got, is without. So speech. what are your options? What are your options? James Maloney has a ball. My options are let Maloney run. He'll come to me. Yeah, fine. Or mm-hmm. leave guy outside me one on one with biggest man alive. <laughs> Try and tackle let an actual run, bus. Or let biggest man alive run at a guy who gives no fucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he's not here for tackling. And yeah. Yeah, we saw Ash Taylor is a, is a turnstile at this point. And that's it. Maloney just gave it to Bill and... Said, that was do it. your worst. That was it. See and he later. did. That was it. He did. Just It just it happens every week that teams make poor decisions because they're fatigued, obviously, and Penrith yeah. throw the ball around a bit and they score. It's kind of like that game they pinched against South at the start of the year. George Burgess running out of the line. Yeah. Almost mm. the exact exactly same Exactly the same thing. George Burgess, I'm going to catch this guy. Are you, George? <laughs> Have you seen you? <laughs> Do you own a mirror, son? Yeah. Well, I've, seen, I've seen him use the mirror. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you. Well played. 
<laughs> that counterbalance is not. I was going to say he's, oh, not going, he's not carrying that around. You're not, you're not carrying that, catching going like that. Yeah. But oh. yeah, like you know, if you look at the Titans, you think, man, you know, James was awesome in this game. Or uh, Primson was great. Dom was great. Uh, Phil Phil Samuel was decent. You think, yep. oh, we played pretty well, and then doesn't matter. You played well for 75 minutes. Mm. Again. And, and Penrith only played for five minutes in some games, and that's it. Like, we, we saw it last week. We've seen it the week before. You know, they, they, they only really need to hang in the game for oh, 77 like, minutes. It's Penrith fans enjoy the wins, but they, they know as well as we all do that, that this is not good for them. Like... You don't. You keep doing this, but it's, again, as it happened every other year, they play a good team and they lose. But they've yeah. done it against several good teams as well. This year? Yeah. Who? South. Oh, like round like two or three. What yeah, was true. That's yeah. early. And South weren't, weren't South yet then. Like, like if point. they if they play like this against somebody like even against somebody like Cronulla. Well, that's they got mate. We put 50, we put thirty plus points exactly. in one half. They, it's going to get to twenty thirty, and then they're going to go shit. We can't turn this yeah. around, and it's going to blow. And Roosters put further. thirty on them. Like exactly. that's it. Like that's exactly right. Like whereas these other teams that struggle to put the points on, whilst they'll, yeah. ma- they'll maintain that lead, you know, the Penrith have a chance there. But it's also the same thing in the finals. You do that against South or the Roosters or. Or the Storm. They don't panic. Yeah. It's not the same as, as these lower teams. And like, they won't let you put scores back on them. 100%. You can catch my Broncos right yeah. now, right? But, you, you know, if, you, if you're up the Storm up by 12 with five minutes to go, the chances of you winning that game is like under 1%. Yeah. And the, it's the same with the yeah. Chooks. Like, I mean, yeah. that was one of the big things that was talked about in the lead and in the Souths game was the fact that they were the stingiest defence in the league. And they're not going to let you put 20 or 30 points and on neither South, like, South, 20 they'll, minutes. They'll line you all day in the last five of their up. Yep. And that's they should do, whereas these teams haven't. Like, you've seen it plenty of times this year. South have been up one or two scores with them 10 minutes to go. Deliberate penalties all and day. And they'll lie all over them. That's the right thing to do. Yep. Slow it down. Let you guys get fresh. Mm-hmm. Let it, if they want to take a penalty, I'll let them take it. Yep. But yeah, the Titans didn't do that kind of stuff and no. got caught. And Penrith, you know, as you said, they kept getting away with it, but it'll catch up with them at some point. Mm-hmm. How about finding a man possibly dumber than Keegan Hipgrave and Jack Hetherington? I don't believe you. <laughs> How has he got one year of first grade and he's been charged three times? He's got three contrary conduct charges in one year. Did Jack Hetherington... He did. Yeah, he, he got sinbin this week. He did. He came back on and his first involvement was a penalty. Yeah, and that's... <laughs> yeah, and he's on he report. was on the pitch for six seconds. And he got on report and he's out for three weeks. What now. a dumb. He's already got two prior offences. He's got well. 50% loading in one year. God, him and uh, Hipgrave were waiting for them to clash, but they're both too stupid to get near each other. <laughs> Imagine that. The two dumbest boys alive going at it. Show up yeah. for a square off and they'll be facing in the wrong fucking direction. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, we move on to two teams that are facing in the other direction. Manly Warringah, 18, Canterbury Bankstown, 6. Nah. At McGrath Foundation <laughs> <laughs> Stadium. this game, fam. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Moving on. Thanks. Uh, good call. Quickly on it. Jerry Evans was good. I did. I did like. I don't like chairs. I like the arrogance at halftime. They're like, ah, oh, we just we get the ball. We'll win this. That <laughs> <laughs> was great. Plenty okay. more to come in the second half. Stick around. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think most people knew this game was over when Lock and Lewis got ruled out. Like yeah. Frawley and Marshall came together were terrible. Yeah. As to be expected. And the the dogs had a lot of possession oh. in the first half and couldn't do anything. Is this like it. the fifteenth game this year where Dave Clemmer's been amazing and no one's gone with him? Like, I thought Aiden Tolman was surprisingly good. Yeah, actually, no. Tolman has been good for the, like the last five or six games. Yeah, He's quietly he been doing very well. Is he a contract well. coming up? Aiden uh, No idea. No. Mm. And I thought Hopper was good as well. Actually, he, he is also has been probably one of their yeah. best players. This I was going to say he's developed. Well, not even developed, but I mean he's he's found a niche. Where Apart from Embi, you've just we just named their three best players. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't I hate the term underrated, but Hopper falls near that. But he doesn't yeah. get any credit almost ever because he's slow as wow. That, slow that as is a complete three sixty from when he played Origin completely undeservedly. Yeah, all it's true though. That's, that's it though. He got yeah. a lot over high, and then so now he's played good football. He doesn't really get any credit for it. He's been a good fullback for two yeah. years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Manly didn't really play the first half. No, and no. Then he, but then he went in down by a small margin, and then well, they, second half they they no won way. the Sinbin period where they had twelve players two nil, I think. Yeah, so 
But yeah, their second half they got you know Fenor Blake was quite good to power brought some, brought some momentum back yep. there. Sean Lane keeps continues to perform in yeah, attack at least. Defense is terrible, but mm. you know whatever. But uh, yeah, they got on top and they and they won the game. I mean, what do you want? What do you want from us here on this one? Bulldogs back in the spoon, back in the spoon picture. Yeah, yeah. So back. They the, uh, well, yeah. they're now they could be they could be bottom they could be last at the end of this week. Yeah, they the could. four and against is getting closer because well, of too. the next game that we'll get to. The four yeah. and against thing is right back in play. It is. Alrighty, we'll move on to <laughs> Bungard's favourite game of the week. No, not really. I have nothing against you. I'm just I mad at you for, against for, for, for um, doing that, saying that to me earlier. So, we'll all take it away. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh, I love my life so much. You, honestly... It's deserved. I'm not it, even mad like, at this we point. We should have the Disturbed cover playing over this version. Can we like, put, You should be getting double sound of silence Can we right put now. Mad World? Like, Maybe. I'm on like, that as well. Fuck. Like, there's no excuse for this. <laughs> Parramatta 40, St. George Illawarra 4 in what was... A f- wow. I'm not a superstitious my, I, I'm without person. words. I'm a little stitious. Yeah. But um, they haven't, have they won a game since Gareth Widdop dyed his hair? Uh, I like that he went half. He went top deck this week. They've got to bring Widdop Classic back. <laughs> this is the time. They have we to do it now. So we said last week, he's, he's Widdop clear. So he's got to bring it. No, you've got to bring, you got to get Widdop Classic so back down because this is chaos. So here's a fun fact for you. So including 2010, they won the comp that year. Including 2010. Yeah. So the first 16 rounds of the season as a combined ladder, mm-hmm. the Dragons are third. First Behind the rounds. Storm and, and the Roosters? Oh, the Broncos. Okay. First 16 rounds. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. The last 10 rounds, they're dead last. That is not surprising. Even, uh, even, ahead of, even they're behind the Warriors. They're one point behind the Titans. Not Titans. And okay. they're behind the Warriors. Is all yeah. the well. point. That's how bad they've been yeah. over the end of the season. I, even when they won the Comet 2010. And they, that. they have these games in them. Like there's just ran, They'll just randomly get a 40 hung on them by a shit team late in the year. Yeah, but like there's, Melbourne. There's just no reason for it. Yeah, it's, that's it. It's, yeah, man. Mate, look, we, we spoke here about three or four weeks ago that we thought Mary hit his ceiling with them, potentially. Yeah. And I, I didn't realise until the game started that they'd gone on a camp last week. And I'd already tipped the Eels anyway, but when they were like, oh, they went away to Terrigal and focused more on their footy, I'm like, oh, that's it, they're fucked. They're going to yeah. get hammered. Like, the, I, like, fans just don't get it. Like, you, fans get mad when players seem to be happy after games, whatever, whatever. But think about it in these own terms. When you're having a shit week at work, the last thing you want to do is do more work. Yeah. And... When you go back next Monday, the last thing you want to have done is spent your weekend doing more work mm. and then go in and you're going to perform on Monday. When the boys are doing shit, sometimes the best thing to do is not let them do football. Yeah. Give them an extra day off. Let them rest. Let them go be happy. Let them go have some fun and see what happens. Because the extra football thing hasn't been working anyway. Mm. Organise a mini golf day. Like, Why not? Yeah. There are some nice mini golf places down yeah. there. Yeah, that's it. There you go. That's always the worst thing with fans when they see a player smile after the game or they're at a nightclub on Saturday yeah. after losing Thursday. Yeah. What are they doing? <laughs> 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 The, okay. the, the way you just phrase that is perfect. I never thought about it like that going into camp. Like, yeah, it'd be yeah. like, go, like imagine just you spending your whole weekend just being it's locked terrible. in, like with your coworkers, like working. It's it's yeah. a it's an old ba- Wayne Bennett tactic. Is that when the team ever hit a lowest ever, it was like, well, we there's nothing I can do for you blokes at training. We're not. Yeah. That, don't worry about this week. Go get some time with your family or whatever. Do whatever. And then it's always been the he hasn't always bounced back, but that's always been one of the catalysts for the, he has been a bounce back and a Broncos slide mm. has been getting away from football. Mm. They've spent 30 weeks knee-deep in football. Half those guys have been in an origin camp. Half of them are beaten and bruised. They don't need more football. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they... like Dead said, it's at the point where this week, obviously we're Tuesday now, but yeah. like the last two days, they should have just been like, just go and have a day at the beach. Like yep. They all train and live in Wollongong. Well, I don't Forget know how about many this footy stuff. Go sit on City Beach, catch some rays. JDB loves his rig. Get bloody... 
Yeah, it, I mean, it's a great rig. But mm. as you say, just get away. Well, the last thing this team needs is more focus. Honestly. Go to Kiama. Like, they, look, they look exhausted. Go paddling. And, and JDB's a great example of it too. The first 20 round, or not first, about 15 rounds of the season, he was taking names with his line speed, hitting yeah. people hard. And then he was really digging into the line when he carried the ball. He's gassed. Yep. He's so gassed. And uh, we all knew James Graham was going to slow down, but he's gassed. And then just. And all of a sudden. The whole team. This weekend, West Tigers, yeah. St. George, Illawarra yeah. Dragons. It is in play. Like, you and Aitken's gone from like, looking like, you know, peak Matt Cooper pre, pre-origin. pre To like Matt Cooper now. No, yeah. <laughs> That's probably offensive to Matt Cooper. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. To like Lachlan Moranta post, oh, post-origin. Wow. Yeah. Like, like, are we talking. These guys are gassed. Are we talking Queensland Reds? Lachlan Moranta, or are we talking? Well, that uh, doesn't really count. He doesn't really play football anymore. Well, so that's, that's my point. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty wild that both Penrith and St. George could miss the top four, given like, they were the two teams like, vying for first for the first This you know, 15, This, to me, genuinely is like the sliding doors point of the season. Okay. Like, if Wests win this week, they're genuinely going to make the eight. Can the outro song be turned back time by Aqua this week? No. No. Oh. Um, I, I think, I don't agree on that, that the Tigers will make the eight, but I do think this game was a side door to drag, and I think their season is over. Yeah, I, I don't think that's a bold call. I think it's probably the most common call. I just don't now think. That... Like, I, I understand that they looked like absolute shit, but I just, I don't know. I'm just a bit wary of saying things like that when you, you know you just get to the finals and you just don't mm. know. Yeah, no, no. Like, obviously, I'm not going to bet on the Dragons to do anything. Yeah, and I, mean, I, if it, you if you put a gun to my head right now, I'd say that they're either going out in week one, or if they somehow fall into fourth, fourth, they're going out in straight sets. But yeah. you know, you can't just be like you can't. I don't think you can write a team off when they're going to finish in the top eight. Oh, mm-hmm. I am though. Just I got the balls. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, they they could they're not going to miss the eight. They could miss the eight. It'd take mm-hmm. a lot of things to they go. They have to lose them. all their games. Lose all their games. Tigers win all theirs. Broncos win two more. I think because their four and against is strong. Pretty no, but strong. You assume if they lose all three, they'll yeah, take that they, four they and against will take a hit. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but uh, so, but yeah, just not good. It's not even like, when they would have went off the field. You knew the game was over. Yeah. yeah. But the application was not good enough at any point by the Dragons. And it doesn't matter who gets injured. No serious finals contender gets done by 40 by, at this point. What do we think about Parramatta's new look spine? Well, I th- look, Salmon was okay. Mm-hmm. But I think Reid Marnie has been the, the best find out of all of them. It's Agreed. not that... I wouldn't call him exceptional, but just the, the fact he can pass crisply and Quickly. consistently in yeah. front of... The playmakers. Yeah. You've seen Mitch Moses. I know, again, he's a minnow basher anyway, but he's running the ball more and running onto the ball. And it's not like, you know, Cam King was just got nothing going. Nothing going. In case mm. Richard played about 15 minutes, so he got broken. So I think Marnie's been really good for that. Mm-hmm. Like, my big thing with Marnie is that he hasn't disintegrated into <laughs> dust. Yeah. Um, which is a big improvement. And then the forward pack got on top, and when it's rolling, Mitch Moses, he loves a flat track more than most. Yep. But I just think they've got. They've got their hay news right. That's what they've got. Yep. Because he can't play fullback anymore. We know he can't. This cover room full it. of geniuses said he should have been playing on the wing all year. And mm. then, but he's just now. Well, he's pretty much playing when when you feel when you've got energy. Hayne, go wherever. What he's playing. They kind of did it with Semi previous years too, yep. right? It's like so when when Hayne's feeling it, he can go play in the halves. He can go to fullback and go play center. He move around the field and things will happen. And they should be doing that then because he's by far and away the most likely candidate to make anything happen out of that back mm. line, right? You know. I mean, sort of like Jimmy the Jet when he's in the mood. Like, yeah. he'll come and get the ball, not necessarily just make a run, but, but yeah. try and make something happen. Yeah, but that, that's it, though. And yet, Corey Norman was probably his best game of the year as well, at, at fullback, with his involvement. And Gutho was better at centre. He just hasn't got the legs under him currently after that ACL injury to play fullback and, and cover that ground. No Bevan French was a bonus. There was no one bludgeoning like Bevan French does. And then, there, if you look at the pack, like Nathan Brown, as we have said, I thought once he got back from injury, they wouldn't get the spoon back on his energy. 
but yeah, in this game, you know, he was fantastic. And then Kane Evans had a good game. And so did Sia Vave. But I feel like Kane Evans got the downhill running going as well. He was like holding the ball in one hand and running diagonal on the Dragons. The disrespect. Like, yeah. we know that it was near the end of the game, but like Vave scoring is surely like the season balloon moment. Him and Kevin, uh, Kevin Evans. Kevin <laughs> Kane, Evans. Him and Kane Evans putting that together. Fantastic. But yeah, Dragons fans, they... We all know how they're feeling. Like we've seen it. They've it done sucks, this every man. year. They 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 start panicking anytime they lose one game this late. But yeah, it, out of all those Origin boys, it looks like Frizzell's the only one with any gas left. Yeah, well, that looks like it, honestly. And he's one who took two games off, and so yeah. did Lisa Namau. Yeah, but yeah, they just and now this week they've got no Widdop, and we know we've seen Mary over the years that he hasn't had the balls to blood another half. Mate, when, you know uh, who's playing there? It. Well, they've named Kurt Mann there, and then the bench extended bench has got Darren Nichols, Jai Field, and Zach Lomax on mm. it. I wouldn't play Darren Nichols. No, me neither. And then Jai Field can't kick, not really. And Ben Hunt needs someone who can help him out a bit. And then Zach Lomax can't really either. But I think he's the best one of all of them. Yeah. And he's played a bit of six, mostly plays in, in center and wing. But I'd probably throw him in. Kept Man will probably play though. But like they, I know that it's silly. Like, but it seems to me getting to that point where they're playing with house money. Yeah. Like, well, the, what? What's the worst thing that can happen? The run if, home. They are definitely now. Like, with, with if him you play Lomax, if you play Field, who cares at this point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if. We're not going to win these games tr- caring, well, for want of a word. Well, that's it. In the end, you've got the Dragons do have the Tigers, Bulldogs, and who's that? Is it Knights? Yeah. Knights on Old Boys yeah. Day. It's not, a, it's not a difficult run home. Yeah. No. Which is, you sh- well, honestly, they should be able to win one of those games without Widdop. They just should yeah. be. They're, if a serious team, they should be. Mm. Kurt, like, you know, you've still got, you've still got Ken McInnes, you've still got Ben Hunt, you've still got Matt Dufty, and those three guys should be good enough for any spine to carry whoever the yeah. other plotter is in some games. Mm. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Canberra 20 West Tigers 22 At God's own Canberra Stadium uh, My favourite stat 16 points In uh, 16 points 14 points In the Simbin period In 7 minutes The Tigers should be Embarrassed by this effort I thoroughly agree I know they won the game mm. But the Raiders this, Didn't care about this game For about 55 minutes <laughs> They like honestly, they didn't come out of the sheds at all when the game started. Mm. They were walking. They had no line speed. They had some times it looked like it was a park team in their first game of preseason, all the end of the year, and like no one was wanted to take a hit up, kind of thing. And yeah, they scored fourteen points and off, but they almost blew this bloody game against the Raiders side. That gave no shits. Like I really, I, I watched this game, and I and I really felt at the end, I was like, it's this is is there an anti like it's happening whisper. Because yeah. it was going to happen to the Tigers. Well, I really fo- felt like the Raiders well, the were going to get over the line. Are, like I said, the latest, latest possible they get the lead, we've said this before, is the yeah. most dangerous they are. Like, And they could have 14-0 dickheaded this time. Well, they, they sh- honestly, you feel like they should have won because mm. the how they were running home. And if they actually just fed that right edge, which for once they didn't do, it was bizarre. Fed yeah. that right edge, they would have won this game because Tarpanay, Leilua and Rapana were having their way when mm. they got the ball. Like, Tarpanay was giving Luke Brooks nightmares. He probably still polled Dalian points and probably first. <laughs> <laughs> Went right through him twice. But Six whatever. points, Luke Brooks. But yeah, like, you know, the, the Tigers had some good moments in that short period. Like mm. there's some slick tries. Moses and by dumbing to nobody and beating Kotrick was a He made Kotrick look like a pub player. That not, was not good. Not a, full, not a fullback. And Kotrick's gone back to the wing this week, which mm. is the right decision. But yeah, you can, you can see Canberra now like, just fall, running out of troops and falling apart. Like Austin was... Ugh. One more dummy and run. I think I think the Raiders fans have seen enough of those sending send that to England. I mean, he. I think he might actually get like RSI from dummy. Yeah, and then He's have a hip injury. Sam Williams was was not good. Elliot Whitehead was had a poor game for who he is. Uh, Cottridge not good at fullback. Abby not a good winger. But they only lost by two points. Yeah. because three players, the three players who turn up every week, still ran over the Tigers. Yeah, 
Like but, they 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 were playing. It, look, this may be a controversial take, but yeah. was Blake Austin's power bomb the catalyst for their comeback? Oh my lord, what was that? <laughs> what an idiot! Oh wow! But they, like we we they love, love a dumb penalty too. Like, we Ellie love Whitehead, a wrestling crossover. Like, Ellie Whitehead picking a guy up and dragging him back into the end goal like, after sitting on him. It's like the tackle was over. Then you decided, <laughs> you know what? I reckon I can get away with this. It was yeah. kind of like watching it going, what is going on? And the ref's like, ref's blown a penalty and Blake's like, sorry. And it's like, yeah, but it's still a penalty. That's yeah. the rules. Yeah. I just don't, yeah, I haven't got faith in this. I know the Tigers, you look at their draw, you're like, oh, they should win these three and they should be in the finals. But, but they, mm. they just haven't been that impressive for a few weeks, for a long, long time now. And they've got the Dragons. They probably, I reckon they'll dust the Dragons at Leichhardt and then lose to, to Manly. That would be a very Tigers thing. It would be. Mm. Lose to Manly at Campbelltown. Oh, man. That'd... And then they have they had the Rabbitohs in the last round. And whilst I do usually have it over the Rabbitohs, Every time. I feel like that last round for the Rabbitohs is going to mean quite a bit. I know it's going to mean something and for the Tigers English too. English will be back. Johnston might be back. He should be pretty much fully fit. Campbell Graham should be back. And that could be yep. playing for a home final. Yep, you're right. You know, so I feel like that Rabbitohs game on the that, yeah. be it. Yeah. I might go to that Wests Manly game. That will be... Well, It'll be good what, fun. What day of the week is it? It's a Thursday, Thursday. night so at Campbelltown. Can we get Sizzler? Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll take little bottles of liquor in <laughs> so we can throw them at the Manly players. Um, do we want to move on to the last yeah. game of the round? Yeah, sure. Melbourne, 14, Cronulla Sutherland, 17 at Edwin Flackfield in Melbourne. Possibly not the best game of the round, but definitely the most hyped. Uh, these two teams hate each other, and that really showed. I was disappointed by the lack of punching. Not enough <laughs> punching. Not enough punching. Um, great crowd down in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. For uh, Cam Smith's milestone game, true. Uh, good, good job, all. Yeah. Uh, credit to the Storm's defense. Sorry, Sharks' defense in this mm. game. Mm-hmm. The Storm had plenty of opportunities to win this one, and whilst I got lucky in someone like Curtis Scott touching that ball before Adar Carr caught it and scored, mm. but they had other moments like when they dragged Curtis Scott over the sideline when he looked all for money for scoring, and they somehow like five blokes held him up. The Sharks just held together, and they just they have a way to be- beating the Storm that other people just don't have. It seems, and they, and they did it again, and. They didn't even when the storm were coming back. I didn't really feel like they were coming back. Eh? For me, anyway, watching this game, they were chugging along, but it just felt like the sharks were in control the whole way through. Yeah, that's probably just, fair. They just have something over that the storm side. It's weird. It it felt very grand finally. Mm. Two mm. years ago, grand finally. Um, you know, like again, as you said, Melbourne were kind of getting back into it, getting back into it, and then they just ran out of time. Well, and they dropped the ball a lot too. Yeah, and that's, that's becoming. True, eh? They've got the like. I know completion's overrated, but they got the second worst completion in the comp over the year, which is rare for the Storm. But who's got the worst? I can't remember. Oh, sorry, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> sorry, it's all right. But yeah, they just um, they just kept you know when they're chugging back in, dumb mistake, and they'll be out of it. Like for example, in the first half, they'll try to make it at one point, then Joe Simpson throws like a twenty meter forward pass over the sideline. Hmm. Yeah, remember that pass. Like, yeah, okay. that should have been a knock on too. Yeah, it was just terrible. That kind of stuff. Like, uh, I think you mean Curtis Scott, not Joe Simpson. No, Simpson threw that. That one. was a joke because Ray oh. Warren called. Oh, did he? Called Curtis Scott Joe Simpson last week. Did mm-hmm. he? When he scored, when, Joe, when Curtis Scott scored last week, Ray Warren called him Joe oh, Simpson. Rabs. But yeah, it was um, one of those things. Is like if the Storm, you know, they they got up the field a bit easier, but it doesn't matter. The Sharks' defense just held, held mm. strong and. Uh, I think a bit of credit to old Dukes for scoring that try at the mm-hmm. end too. Not a big fan, but when when he went himself and uh, got over the line, he's mm-hmm. one good play for the year. I mean, it really does feel like Melbourne are missing, you know, a, a linchpin creative halfback. Yeah, I mean, it's no surprise. <laughs> like honestly, it's not. They no. again, they've had there's moments in these games where they just want it kicked out of trouble. They want someone to get their hand on the ball. It's not just Cam Smith, and it's not there. And Cam Smith's playing at second receiver and gets it too late and gets shut yeah. down and they have to throw it wide. And, and, you know, and, and as good as Munster and Jerome Hughes are, neither of them's really a half. 
and Munster's no. a good running but guy, but like you know the the Melbourne Storm halfback in, in, air, in air quotes touches the ball less than any other half in the comp. But in terms of first and second receiver, Riley Jacks I think was averaged thirteen touches a game, and, and Jerome Hughes is eighteen touches a game. And you've got other guys who are touching the ball sixty times a game, for example. It shows you how little those guys are getting involved. And some games it hurts. Mm. And are they getting less touches than the wingers? Genuinely, yeah, definitely, wow. definitely they would be. Like, well, that was in first and second receiver. That I'm ah, saying, sorry, but. Yep. But yeah, that's it. Like they just, you know, they they do miss that genuine halfback who can just kick the fucking ball, do something that's not just Cam Smith. Mm. But yeah, yeah, and uh, Billy was pretty average too. I thought in this game, by the way, scored a nice try. But yeah. uh, noticeable absence of Paul Gallon fourth tackle hit ups. Disappointing. Yeah. Oh, he was he was decent. It was good. He he, uh, he topped their run meters, so good luck to him. Uh, we'll move on to tipping next week's games. Alrighty, All right. Thursday night, Brisbane South, Lang Park. Um, the feud continues. Uh, I think, unfortunately, kind of that one-sided feud is going to remain one-sided. Oh, yeah. If you look at that back line, I just, that doesn't fill me with any hope, Dale. It's the same as what we had after a minute of last week's game. Um, so and while Burns... So, Kenna, sorry, so Gagai fullback, yep. Hunt and Kenna on the wings. Yep. Burns, Burns and, and Fumamono. And while Burns and Fumamono played pretty well last week, it's just not that, there's just none of that attacking punch that there usually would be if... Inglis Johnston and Graham were all there, and if Gagai wasn't at fullback, mm-hmm. where he's proven. Uh, stat from our friend Nick Campton today. Last time Dango played fullback at Suncorp, they lost 53-0. Yeah. Hmm. So that's not great. But, uh, so Anthony granted, that wasn't for Souths, on the still. card. Yeah. So for, um, yeah, in terms of being a Bron- as a Broncos fan this year, I'm more confident. I think I said this year like five weeks ago. The South game is one of the most confident you said we You said we'll lose to the Cowboys, beat the, beat the Bunnies and the Roosters. That's, yeah. what, you, that's what you said. <laughs> yep. So I'm confident this game, because it's back at Suncorp, we're playing the bunnies and they're missing that whole back line. Yeah. Like I mean, you know, the bunnies just they, the they, forwards have to have their best game of the year. We're going to score eighteen game. points through two kicks at least, at least mm. eighteen two kicks, and one person running through Nicaragua. So you've got those eighteen. Yep. So you could see, can we score twenty four? Our edge, you know? our edge players are pretty good at running through halves. They are. So that's well. Good. Last year, you threw if you uh, up there, you threw Sam Burgess on the edge for like ten minutes to run at Nicaragua, and unsurprisingly, he cracked. Mm. Interesting. Who knows? Shocking. But uh, but yeah, I, I do feel like South. It's hard to to throw a back line together like that and then run the same slick movement they've been running. The only difference to last week is obviously that it's not on the fly. They've had a week at training to work this out. Yeah, so quick, I don't think it'll quick, be. It's on a quick. I don't think it'll too. be as disjointed as it was mm-hmm. on Friday. But I still there's just uh, I don't know. Uh, I I just think there's there's not enough quality out there to get points. I think they'll probably lose like twenty to fourteen or something. So you're like still that. tipping Souths? No, I'm tipping the Broncos. But Ooh. I mean, I mean, it's not like it means anything. <laughs> sorry. True. Uh, give me the Broncos. Mm. Sorry, mate. Not sorry. Uh, Friday evening, Brookvale Manly Wearing versus the Gold Coast. Wow. Can't wait to not watch Battle that. Battle of the Brains, these two. Uh, give me Manly by 13 plus. Sure. Why not? Who cares? Mitch? <laughs> yeah. What, what am I what are you doing? <laughs> are you, like, sorry, mate. Not even that relevant for the spoon battle. Imagine, imagine coming home from work and just being excited to watch Manly versus the Titans. Imagine getting home from work at 6 o'clock. Good point. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, uh, let's yeah, manly or whatever. Melbourne versus Parramatta at Edwin Flackfield on Friday night. How has this happened? This is great stuff. How is this a Friday night double header? Start of the year. Jesus Not all the other game was always a bludger, but yeah. Well, at Lotto Lent. You can't get there by I six. I know, mate. But yeah, but <laughs> what, a de- what a delicious double header we've got on our hands. None of these Jesus people Christ. leave man. They leave the peninsula. Uh, Melbourne, may although Parramatta, no nah, Melbourne, but I don't care. Melbourne heavy favourites, of course. Uh, give me Melbourne. Uh, moving on, Saturday afternoon, footy, the foot of the mountains, Penrith versus Newcastle. 
Yeah. Yeah. Look, do we really need to tip these games? Pretty shit round so far, apart from South Broncos. Penrith. Yeah, same. 13 plus. Yeah. Alrighty. Leichhardt Oval. 5.30, Saturday mm. afternoon, Big Saturday game. evening, West Tigers, St. George Illawarra. Give me West Tigers. Same. Yeah, West. Uh, moving on to Saturday night, Cronulla Sutherland versus North Queensland at Lock Up Your Daughter Stadium. Because I'm not allowed, well to, I'm not allowed to enjoy rugby league this year, so I'm going to guarantee the Cowboys don't get the spoon. So Cowboys are winning this game. Okay. Though I'm just not allowed to enjoy it. The world's decided that on me, Dale. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take North Queensland as well. Uh, moving on to the land that God forgot, Mate. Olympic Park, Canterbury Bankstown versus the Warriors. Warriors are going to do it and it's going to be way harder than it should be. Yes, agreed. <laughs> uh, Clemmer is going to make 250 run metres. Yeah. yeah. Uh, give me the Warriors. Uh, and God's own country, Canberra Stadium for Canberra versus Eastern Suburbs. It's the TV game, so that's nice. Um, it's fucking cold down there at the moment. It's snowed overnight, so yeah. give me the Raiders. Well, the Raiders have given up on Nick Kotrick at fullback. Smart call. Brad mm. Abbey's back there. But they've still got Blake Austin and Sam Williams in the halves of it. I'm looking forward to that Lua versus Luttrell. Oh, yes. That, that's about it. But I feel like this game's going to be so one-sided, it's not going to matter. The, that, <laughs> it's almost like that's the, again, that's the sliding doors. That's the player who was underrated and never got the rep jersey versus the player who's Well, it's some, the better version of Luttrell Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. Who some Luttrell people Mitchell. thought was overrated and did get it. Um, yeah. I'm sticking with Canberra. I don't know why. Raiders. Yeah. No. Roosters. Roosters. No. I don't feel comfortable. I picked too many favourites then. Yeah. It never happens. Oh, well. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh, no, it's Simi Redradra. Redradra's away. Simi Redradra. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will. Yes. Simi Redradra. Oh, he's absolutely buried it. Redradra. News time. There's a little bit of news this week. Um, actually, most of it's pretty boring, but whatever. Um, biggest news, uh, big shout out to Manly Warringah Football Club for having their coach resign half an hour before the podcast. Um, look, it's, on time. it's just on great them. that, you know, some outlets, some clubs, they do things the right way. They let us know. Yeah. So, um, um that um, was like the worst kept secret of all time, right? Yes. It was, it was never like, we didn't know he was going to resign, but it was always like he was not going to beat Manly after this season. Ooh. And it, and I'm not going to guarantee, but Gus Gould denied it so often that you just feel like he's going to Penrith, right? In mm. Some capacity, yeah, assistant sure. coach or similar. But yeah, this is. I think this is a good thing for Manly. I think it's a good thing for Barrett, to be honest. Like yeah, he just I, looked well, like he was at the end of his tether. I don't rate him as a coach whatsoever. Neither do I. But so. you know, I still feel for him as a as a human. I know that's yeah. hard, especially yeah. when he's at Manly. But I mean, he couldn't. It was not. I don't know if he's built for the stresses of being a first grade football coach. Having looked at how he reacts to some of the losses. Mm. He hasn't grayed. Almost cries as much as a Tavoyevich brother, for example. Oh, that's <laughs> close to libel. Uh, Broncos not renewing Wayne Bennett for 2020. Yeah, look, Again, where do, worst kept secret in rugby league. Where do I start on this? <laughs> like, I mean, I don't even have the fire left in me for it. It's like, do you just, it, like they're really going to do what they did 10 years ago again? Mm-hmm. Stick with some numpty CEO who's got good for fucking nothing over, over Wayne Bennett? What's Paul White got in his resume that makes you think, let's keep this bloke and let's fuck off the greatest coach of all time and probably the greatest thing to happen to our football club? Genius. Like, you know, the same thing. They backed Bruno Cullen in 10 years ago. And what a surprise. Bruno Cullen looked very good. And ended up, you know, Paul White's at a club now. It's the biggest name in Australian sports, pretty much, the Brisbane Broncos. It gets mm. all the, the most free-to-air coverage in the world. Yet, the club, sorry, in the country. Yet, has terrible fan engagement, the, the club does. Don't really do anything with that. They don't do anything with what they are, how big they are. They're an yeah. arrogant club. They don't do anything with it. That's that guy. We're going to back him in over Wayne. Okay. 
What what do you see? What do you see as a positive here? Like, if Wayne doesn't get a coaching gig, what he goes into the boardroom? Is that the no, way? That he, this well, could... mate, if they if they get rid of if they t- if they say he's gone, he's not. That's it. Yeah, that, he'll just step. And away. I think the, the the hard thing for um as a Broncos fan for me is like when when he left the first time, you knew they'd fucked up, but you always had a hope he'd come back. Mm. And they they brought but anyway in twenty eleven, Paul White came in. End of twenty ten, he came in, punted Ivan Henjak, brought in his mate Anthony Griffin, their mates. And we go through the period where the, where the team misses the finals a couple of times. You know, never, you know, hadn't missed the finals since the, what, the our inauguration, pretty much, since it was a top four, five. Yeah. Um, and over that period, you know, the signings of the Broncos turn into, you know, Joel Clinton's, Martin Kennedy's, that quality of player. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the losses, the Carmichael Hunts, Greg Inglis doesn't turn up. Uh, Israel Folau, Ben Teo, we bottle those kind of things yeah. in that period. And then the biggest signs we made in, the, in that the period without Wayne were Ben Barber and Anthony Milford, and they're both two guys who said, hey, can we move to Brisbane, please? Yeah. And we bottled one of them. Anyway, we go through that, and then we finally we bring Wayne back. So we go through missing the eight twice, then 2014, we just scrape into the eight on Ben Hunt's season. We bring Wayne back and immediately make the grand final that year. And then all of a sudden, a few years later, yes, we're coming eighth this year. It's not going great. But you look at the squad, and it's like, oh, They've got James Roberts. You know, he came, they've got him from somewhere. He's playing great. Oh, they've got this Jermaine Asako kid here. Where did he come from? Oh, he came from Wayne. Oh, they got... Oh, Pango looks pretty good. How did he get there? Oh, oh yeah, Wayne, he likes Wayne, whatever. Oh, Matt Lodge is there. Yeah, off-field character, terrible. On-field, playing well. Oh, what's he there for? Oh, he likes mm-hmm. Wayne. Like, yeah. You go through this shit and it's like, oh, so this roster, you're, you're tugging yourselves over as the Broncos administration. How'd you get that roster? Yeah. And then you're going to go, well, Wayne's old. Let's get rid of him. <laughs> whatever. It's like, what? And unsurprisingly, this week there's been apparently a, a bit of a, a bit of a, a spink about a revolt against White and, t- and towards Bennett's favour from the players. Unsurprisingly, like mm. I don't think Wayne Bennett has to be the Broncos coach in 2020. Okay, I don't think he has to get renewed, but I think the club should be doing everything they can in their power to have Wayne Bennett at the football club until he does not want to work in football anymore. Yeah. And that's what my big bugbear is. I don't. I think when people are defending him, thing I would think he has to be the coach forever. He doesn't have to be. But if they say to him, hey, Wayne, we don't want you to be the first great coach in 2020, but let's figure something out, I'm all for it. Yeah. But it seems like it's like, nah, it's me or you with Paul White and him. And and, that, and that's my point is whether he goes on to become, like obviously on his own terms, if he wants to stick around, if he doesn't, let him go. Like that's fine. You know, he's he's 95. Um, Like if he wants to stick around and be the technical director or be, you know, in charge of whatever academy setup they've got up there or whatever he wants to do, like just let him do it. Like he's the best thing that's ever happened to, Footy in Brisbane, in, he is. in reality, like, and that's no disrespect to the people who started the Broncos from a from a board point of view, but like, he really is. Like, he's he is. he's brought you guys so much, so yeah. much success, unrivaled and, success. And it's it's like, um, you know, you look at it as well. They had apparently a barbecue this week. Paul White has a barbecue every 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 year had for the last five years, and everyone from the club gets invited and goes. And unsurprisingly, this week Bennett doesn't turn up. Neither Darius Boyd, and then other players walked out and went to Wayne's house and it's like well there's your sign of who they support yeah <laughs> like, and it's not just because Wayne and Wayne wasn't having a rival barbecue I was going to say still Wayne's house. <laughs> they weren't, he wasn't su- supplying they found that Darius was there and the boys started turning up and that's it like if you're going to re-sign all these players who are only there because Wayne's there in the first place like what are you doing trying to punt him yeah they're ridiculous and I, I hope at this point moving forward that I hope there is a player revolt mm. Because I think it's ridiculous that apparently he has to win the comp this year or he, he's lost his job, essentially. That's what the, the, the current rumour. But yeah, backing out some CEO again over over Wayne Bennett, ridiculous. Like, anybody could do, who's a half-decent CEO could do Paul White's job. Yeah. 
like the, I, I don't necessarily agree with being the biggest club in Australia, but like they're yeah. they're a juggernaut of Australian sport. Like yeah, there there are clubs out there that would kill for the exposure that they get they in all codes. They're certainly the biggest club in the rugby in uh, definitely rugby the biggest club in rugby league. They've got the most mom- they've got the most members. They have consistently the biggest crowds. As they you said, the they get the TV best games. FTA great games. And the, the funny thing most I found out Paul White because the Broncos um. The Broncos books are public because they're the only public listed NRL team. Yeah. Anyway, so since Wayne's been back, so the year before Wayne got back, Paul White's salary is four hundred and ninety grand. Mm. In twenty fifteen, it was seven hundred and sixty grand. Twenty six sixteen seven hundred grand, and this and last year nine hundred and twenty grand he got paid a year. Can I have nine hundred and twenty grand? Uh, you think the guys profited more off Wayne's return than anybody <laughs> at the club would want Wayne at the club? That's a lot of dollars. His salary has gone from four hundred ninety to nine hundred and twenty. In in four years with Wayne Bennett there, he's going to get a great golden handshake. That ain't because you're a good CEO, mate. Yeah. That's because Wayne Bennett's there. Because yeah. if you because you're a good CEO, why weren't you getting paid that the previous years without mm-hmm. him there? Oh well, let's move on. I've, like, <clears throat> I could talk about this for for forty five minutes. No, we don't so let's go there. Uh, signings: Suasa Su to the Bulldogs, Kane LG to Manly, Fusatua staying at good the Warriors. Good to see Kane get a chance. But yeah, unfortunately, that club. Yeah, uh, Tyrone Roberts back to the Titans. John Bateman signs with the Raiders. JC Nightingale going to retire. Thank Christ. Uh, Dynamis Louie is going to be at the Raiders for another three years. I think we might have discussed that last time. And the biggest news of the well, signing news, at least, of the week was Billy Slater retiring. Man who transformed the position of fullback. Did he? After Darren Lockyer? Darren Lockyer retired in 2011, mate. Yeah, that's I know. Look, I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to jump on the hype train. I'm just yeah, doing my best. Uh, <laughs> just making good radio. Yeah, let's all, let's all, let's all get in that personal spot. <laughs> what, what, did, uh, what did Campo... What did Campo say about about Billy? Good player, you know. Anyway, it's all it's all here saying garbage. Yeah, not not News sure. News Corp employee. What he said about Billy? Oh, he's, he's, on. he's on the he's on the he's on the pay packet of Big Billy. Um, what, anything else? No, no, that's it. Are you serious? Yeah. Look at how many questions. Question time. Woo. Frankie underscore nine eighty seven says Bungard South one to five and then fourteen plus outside of Cam Murray is mostly trash. With some quality due back next week. Do you take this week as a try, please? He says. Yep, oh, spot yeah. on. I think that's basically what I said when we talked about the free this game. roll. Is that yeah. what the coaches are going to say to the wingers? Try, I hope please. Not. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Please, try. would you score a try? One try, uh, please. Dane Jones got anger. Said, "Should more NRL players release autobiographies before they retire? Don't they all do this? Yeah, like mm-hmm. they're pretty because like." Like Sam thought, Mate, I you're the one with three copies of Corey Parker's autobiography. Yeah, and I haven't read any of them. <laughs> That's the people that's given it away. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, this is referencing the Sam thought but I, I, most of the players do it before they retire, right? Because they're still more relevant in their last year. Mm. Yeah, like I have Darren Lockie's, and that was before he retired. Uh, anyway, Frank Anderson, eighty-seven again. Who's got a better spreadsheet, Simo or Wayne? What do you mean, Wayne? It was Gus. It's Gus who's going to keep all the tweets. Remember oh. <laughs> that? Gus was going around. He's going to keep Man. all the lies. Anyway. Harry Ramage says, will the Knights win the spoon again? No. no. Well, eventually. Maybe. Not this year. Coming down to an old boys day game. It's not coming through. down to coming that. Coming down to an old boys day it. game. They've won eight, how many, eight games? Yeah. Eight, well, last one they got, they got 2015, they got the spoon with eight, ga- eight wins as well. Yeah, but did they? in 20, did, did, that, did that year have like five teams on fewer wins than them with three games to go? Uh, they might. They won the spoon bowl and then they lost, they got the spoon. <laughs> they won in like round 24 or whatever. And the Tigers won in the last round, but yeah, they had well, they had three teams finish on equal points to them. I think that year, mate. They can't. They can't. They can't. They, Surely they cannot. They can, but they shouldn't. Uh, Shiner eighty six. Trent Barrett has tendered his resignation at Manly. Where do you think he's off to? Since he's mm-hmm. definitely not going to Penrith because Gus said it wasn't happening, and he's so sick of that rumor he could scream. 
Footy Facts 37. What's the point of any of this? That's a great question, mate. That is. There is no point. I'm it's questioning just, just it myself. Just the ball we kick around and things happen. What did Gary Lineker say? Play play football for 90 minutes, you kick a ball around. 22 men kick a ball around and in the end the Germans win. Uh, Michael Darren 79. Has really. a club ever conducted a mid-season review and come up with praise for the current coaching staff? Yes. Okay. The, the, the first thing that Gus said when he, when he defended that is true. Every single club in the league does reviews. That makes sense. But it's just like any other business. But a lot of them do it eight-week periods, you know, round eight, round 16, and the year. They all do that. They all do that, and they all come back with praise. But the, re- the reason why the, the, the Griffin one leaked, the Penrithon leaked as a review of his position is because it came back that it was a bad review of Griffin. That's mm. all. They all do reviews every year. Mm. And he said, isn't it a shame that post-origin the focus should be on footy when it shifted to coaching drama? Mate, the focus is never on footy. It's never footy. Like, this sport is just a, it's a visage for the soap opera we love. You think when Origin ends, you're like, finally, finally we're going to talk footy. We're going to no, talk about next year's Origin. No, we're not. Next year's Origin, next year's player signings, coaches, whatever. Here we go. Uh, Shana86, whose barbecue, you, would you, barbecue would you rather go to? The Brisbane Broncos club barbecue or a more intimate Wayne and Daria shindig? Well, What's on offer at the Wayne and Daria shindig? Well, firstly, the I Wayne and Daria shindig, given how Darius has played this year, it would be like the episode of The Simpsons when Homer goes to eat with Larry Burns mm-hmm. and Mr. Burns is there. Yeah. Yeah. That, so yeah. in this situation, you'd be Homer. Oh, I'm okay with yeah. it. And Darius is Larry Burns. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah. But... Okay. Uh, I, I'd like everyone out there to... I wish you'd all find someone who'd loved you as much as Darius loves Wayne. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of the goal in life, isn't it? Yeah. Like, that's just great. It's good stuff. Like, I mean, your, your significant other doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. It doesn't. But just, you don't even turn up for like the... the he's on a million dollar contract or whatever for three more years and he's giving the club the figure. <laughs> <laughs> as he drives past. <laughs> I'm chilling with dad. Uh, uh, One-eyed Tiger underscore. As of Monday, there have been 18 ACL, MCL injuries across NFL training game and preseason so far. That's Does unbelievable. This pandemic in the US proved that Steve Kearney's concerns for player welfare and Denver tests were justified. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Facts. Facts. A uh, mess on has got Ozil. Why do people bother when the sweet kiss of death seems much more appealing? <laughs> <laughs> it's getting easier to pick the Raiders fans from the rest of the punters. <laughs> <laughs> Simon underscore Ill97. Who's the most deserving Dalian winner in history and why is it Luke Brooks? Jesus Christ. Jeez. Ban him from questions. No, oh, mate, I'm, I'm hoping this year, my, my dream for the Dallium scenario is either Caelan Ponga gets the spoon and the Dallium. Wow. What a joke wow. it is. What a joke it is. Or two of us gets it and everyone gets furious because they didn't watch him play all year. That's why two of the scenarios. And, but, and but Luke Brooks getting it from like ninth or tenth is going to be great as well because he's been good this year, but mm. he has not been great. <laughs> he's been solid. He's been solid. Solid. And it just highlights again the problem with the system. And again, his team has been solid. Well, the Tigers have always been a good team for having a player as a vote getter. Woods was up being a contender. Benji, Farah, all those guys are always contenders. But yeah, Brooks mm. having a good year does should did, not be a Dalian. Did Benji win the Dalian? Silly question. Did he? I can't remember. I'm not sure. I he won. So. He won. I think he won the. Did he win the that golden boot thing they gave out? Every yeah, year? yeah. He yeah. came second in Dalian in 2015 at the Dragons. Okay. Or was it 2016? Yeah. No, that sounds right. Yeah, 2015. Yeah. That sounds right. Uh, V8 Tiger says for Mitch. Do you think Kevin Love can carry a Cavs team on his own once again this year for the Cavs? Oh, can carry a team on its own once again this year for the Cavs? No, but I don't care. We won our thing. Kevin Love got paid. Let's let's see him stat pad and get some numbers. He's not our Minnesota Timberwolves Kevin Love anymore. But hopefully we can uh, we can at least see some better play for him, not being the third guy to LeBron. But he's a real boy though, Kev- K Love. Stuck around with all that shit. Was the guy who's blamed for all the issues the whole time. Kyrie and LeBron are bailed, and he's gone and signed another contract. 
he's a real one. Now, Sean 86, Mitch, how was the schadenfreude when Gus had to discredit Hook's false claim that he developed the juniors in the current Penrith NRL squad after Hook credit, <laughs> he gave Hook credit for developing the juniors in the Brisbane NRL squad? It was good. <laughs> I enjoyed that because he, uh, he listened to the bullshit about that. Yeah. And I still remember him saying, he says, it all, he'll say, if you ask him now, he's like, the Broncos told me, you know, Griffin was a good one. Like, yeah, and they punted him. Yeah, the CEO exactly. was on his best mates and he punted him. Yeah. And he told you, of course he's going to tell you he's a good one. Mm. Got a good reference from that yeah. last job. I mean, he might yeah. be an axe murderer, but he got a good yeah. reference. It's Matthew says, where's the gold, more chili or big red? Where's the gold? Yeah, where's the gold for me? Uh, okay. It's not, oh, more more chili is up there. What was the third one? And big red. Never oh, actually, red. oh, hang on. No, the big red is the, the when you felt like a baller at 19 playing the dollar machines. Yeah, never, never big red for me. No. Never played dollar machines, really. Like that's it. I, I don't play. We weren't, we, I don't weren't all big, we weren't all big ballers. Look, I, I feel like I always. I think more chili. Yeah. I tend to go more chili first, and old faithful. Where's the gold? Takes me home. You hear, you hear the hear the feature in the back, <laughs> yeah. back of the room. Yeah. Uh, Manny P twenty five. Is Wayne coming home? And is he bringing TPJ with him? Oh uh, yeah. The, whoever gets Wayne, if they go right now, they might get TPJ. But I wouldn't mm. wouldn't mind him the Dragons. It's the same kind of storyline, right? Like I said, ten years ago, Bruno Cullen as a CEO pushed out Wayne. Well, ten years ago, the Dragons had a team full of Origin players who kept fading in the year. Same thing. Mm. The more rugby league changes, the more it gets the same. Eh? So we'll see. It stays the same. Sean eighty six again. Favorite holiday spot within a day's worth of driving. Okay, well, is a day count if I drive to the airport? That's <laughs> why. <laughs> you drive to the airport. You can drive to the airport. Why would no? Do you? It's cheaper than getting a cab. I can walk fact. to the airport. Please. So, so I have I have flown. For, I have done this previously. Now I've, mm. I've, my old boss told me actually, if you can drive to the airport, a day a day's parking is like forty bucks. Drive mm-hmm. from here to the airport, forty bucks is that? That's the price of one cab. True. Or one Uber there. True. So and I save the the convenience of going from my door to that door is fantastic. So yeah. driving the airport, you should do it more often if you're on a short short visit. But I wouldn't do it like a week stay. If you so, want to park at my apartment building, I'll charge you ten dollars. And then so that's a good money spinner. Yeah. Going on your saving. That offer's open to anyone room. that listens, by the way. <laughs> then you can get a... Am like I going to get another angry note about when I park in No, I, we, we did have to move Charlie's second car, which has been in a visitor spot for six oh, months. Oh, mate, the visitor's in your place. There's no visitors anymore. It's chaos. <laughs> it is. People have just moved second and third That's one of the... Uh, going into council things. One of the most joke, biggest jokes in council is like, the one visitor parking for like eight apartments or something. Mm. Always. Always the yeah. worst. Okay, um... South Coast Fav- is the correct answer. Favourite holiday spot? Yeah. South Coast for me. I'm not old enough to enjoy holidaying in Australia within an hour, <laughs> within a day's drive. Like, it's okay. Uh, Carl's Jr. in the Central Coast yeah. is, is, is like, a short drive. You can drive away. to Brisbane, but I wouldn't... like. No. I, I did that holiday like, 30 times in my life, driving back yeah. to Brisbane. Like, whatever. And I wouldn't whatever. consider... From, I wouldn't consider me driving back to see mum and dad a, a holiday. Yeah. You know. Here we go. Paul Mac underscore 78. Would you rather be five foot and handsome or six foot and ugly? Okay, Bungard, as a man who's five foot and ugly, <laughs> which, would you, which, which would you rather lose? Which, Fuck. Would um, you rather stay five foot or would you rather be handsome? Well, hey. well I reject... <laughs> do you reject the premise of the question? I do. Uh, as a handsome five foot nine man, I would rather five remain handsome nine? than gain three inches God. of height. Well, I would like to gain three inches. <laughs> I was going to say... Of height, good save. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... Uh, Six foot and ugly, yeah. Because uh, no, you can have you can have jokes. You, you can, can have chat. Out, but good chat. I'm telling you, five, I've, I've seen what they said. A five foot man on Tinder. I've seen those screenshots. Actually, <laughs> five foot is comically sh- like one fifty seven. I get I so. cop short jokes, and I'm legitimately like five foot eight nine mm. in yeah. that area. Five, so 
Fuck someone that's eight inches like, shorter. You'll than be me. shorter than every girl you date, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. And I mean, I've and I've dated a girl who's taller than me, and I'm almost you're currently six foot dating tall. a girl that's taller than. No, she's as tall as me. But I've dated a girl who's four inches taller taller than me. If you're dating a woman who is a foot taller than you, yeah, who is not fuck. a professional athlete, I didn't think about. Yeah. Yeah. You can wow. work around being ugly. There's a lot you of can. ugly men out there. Yeah. There's a lot of like, like yeah. I mean, we look at a lot of the sports stars you know, that we look up you can, to. As, you can grow as a beard. Fans. You can grow it's a beard. Always a move. Yep. It's a very as you said, man. you can be funny. You can yeah. be funny. Grow a beard. Be funny. Be can't teach at, height. Be good at something. Yeah. Yeah. You can't teach can't height. Teach height. Yeah, you can get a beard that grows to your eyeballs or something really high. Up there. I think you if you'd said really five foot six and handsome, I think that's an easy choice. But five foot, you, I'm probably going with the tall. Mm. Yeah, mm. even though I like reaching the top shelf though, it's really nice. Uh, Just Davey says, what drink should I stock up for the inevitable Dragons loss this weekend? Uh, ethanol. Yeah, bleach is always a good choice. <laughs> so I'm, I'm drinking bleach if Wayne gets part of this year's so Sulfuric acid. Yeah. But always a, a, a crisp, hard, super dry. So. Oh, Jesus. I hate the new green bottle, so. I don't that. like it. It, uh, it, it throws me off. Up. It does throw me off. Bring, if, if, on, if this was 2000, in green, it's in green bottles, bottles now. now. If it's, it was 2008, I'd be starting a Facebook group. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I think I'm still, I'm still, I think I'm still in one to bring back can, pink, pink can lighters. Bungard yeah. start a fa- Bungard's on Twitter. He can start yeah, a Facebook yeah. group. Yeah, I'll do it. It's fine. Um, but yeah, it's, it's in a green bottle now, Dale. It's very unnerving. Who thought that was a good idea? Uh, those Han, fat guess. cats at big green bottle. I yeah. Don't know. Uh, Jordan Palmer, sixteen. Was it a low act of Slater to retire on the same week as Ken Smith's record-breaking <laughs> all gangs play? Good stuff. Uh, yeah, there's always there's always low action Billy Slater. Just pick which one. <laughs> I did like seeing him again. Pat him. He, he likes a quote tweet of his own good actions. He did that on Twitter again this week. Someone's like, "Hey, said him thanks for saying hi to my son or whatever after the game." Quote tweeted like, "Oh, it was my pleasure." Kind of bullshit. That's nice. Go take some more f- photos of the homeless and some Oh, uh, no, nah, we're not getting into this argument again. <laughs> Go on. We're not getting. Yeah, we're not going to argue about this again. You're too cynical sometimes. Did I argue about that with you once? We definitely argued I've about argued this. That with I said it was fine. I said it was good. Yeah, you did the same thing. No, I just... No, I, I wouldn't because I'm not famous. <laughs> and you wouldn't give homeless people bananas, are you saying? No, I... Okay. Uh, next I always Daniel give homeless Horrocks people my money when I pass on the street, but I'm saying like, if you're a famous person, I think it's important to use your platform to tell people that you're doing good things. It might encourage them to also do good Which things. Which were the banana, free bananas from his sponsorship. Just like when head, Thurston gives out his free his headgear. Like, ah, oh, I'm a hero. We're through he's the looking glass here, people. He's, he's got that fucking banana sponsorship. What's Jesus it called? Christ. He doesn't even pay for the bananas. Is so he he, he probably got paid for that tweet. Is he made with Peter Siddle? This is new levels of cynicism from you. It's not even new levels. And yet, it's, it's not. Accurate, it's not. It's not shocking shocking at all. It's, it's, he has yeah. got a banana sponsorship. He probably got paid for that Instagram post. Daniel Horrocks too. Is the reason why JT wears a headgear is it to be, to be like his child idol, Kalen Ponga? Weird that we were just talking about JT's headgear and there yeah. it is. Next wow. Week. Yeah. Jack Cronin. Is there a bigger fairy tale in rugby league than Sam Thayde getting to see his team come from behind and win his 300th? Fucking Sam Thayde. <laughs> Saying he's a Cowboys fan. Go fuck yourself. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're, you've turned on Sam Thayde so quickly. I was never on Sam Thayde, though. Mm. Yeah, never on him. Uh, Daniel, I'm pretty mi- sure it was Adam Blair that you were... Mr. Feud- Daniel Capasso. Ugh, I hate, I'm sorry, man. I hate these questions. Who coaches the Dragons, Manly, and Broncos next year? Would um, Ben ever go to Manly? Phil Gould's going to coach all three. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to somehow sack somebody else when it goes to shit. Yep. Find someone else. And would, he said, would Bennett ever go to Manly? Uh, probably not. They have to have resources, which they don't have. And then also living up in the Northern Beaches. I don't know. There's parking spots up there. Is there parking spots? Not really. Okay, well, then no. He's out. <laughs> yeah. uh, King Bard NRL. Who's underappreciated league journal we should be reading? We should be reading, but aren't. Nick Campton. No, underappreciated. Oh, I'm going to hate myself. Matt Bungard. 
No, thank you, Dale. No, look. No, he, he knows. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't write enough. I don't write enough stuff. Yeah, I facts. tried. Yeah. Um, you did. Thank you. No, um, good. Uh, Harry Ramis is one article was good. The great man. The great man getting his comment. Mate, piece. what a what a what I a week it. for him. Yep. At be honest or sticky, what menu item would you immediately leave to another barbecue for? Would you see? Would so? Would see you immediately leave another barbecue for? Well, if we were at a beef barbecue and there was a chicken one down the street, <laughs> yeah, you would got barbecued chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Good God! Yeah. This argument it didn't continue, but it was it was it simmered. <laughs> simmered. We got we got a lot of good feedback on that. Yeah, even though that more than any rugby giving, league discussion, she, she was getting with, in on the action as well. Had, she was trying to yeah. explain to me why chicken is better than beef, uh, and now I'm not with her anymore. But yeah, anyway. that's, yeah. KFC boom cookies or something will be soon. <laughs> <laughs> boom cookies is great. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. But how do we not go with that for our chocolate okay. podcast? Good point. Okay, so we're we talking about what would the other barbecue have that I would be drawn to it, or what would I leave this barbecue because, I think because of? Like, if we were at a barbecue and then some other barbecue had, if someone's got a pig on a spit, I'm gone. Or okay. a, I'm or the or fuck a, out. Or a proper, like, like a proper smoked barbecue. Yeah, if we're talking like a slow yeah. cook, well, like Texan barbecue. If, you, if we're going from Aussie barbecue, a couple of bangers and some bread, stale bread with your with your Franklin's stale bread and your tomato your masterpiece Franklin's hasn't sauce. existed for several years <laughs> you know what I'm talking about you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about continue we're going from that to any form of you know a smoked barbecue smoked oh, ribs man. or like a Kansas or, City barbecue yeah or Ooh. you know we've got a pig rotating on a spit there or, or someone's done even some barbecued lamb you know, some Greek lamb would be goat good. goes alright yeah like you know I'm, I'm out of there miss me fair miss me with your fucking bangers <laughs> like I'm out no time yeah hmm Anyway, uh, at TTV underscore Huddix, is barnstorming the most overused word in rugby league media currently? No. <laughs> it's just Under, everything un- being great. Underrated. Underrated. Everyone's great. Everyone's great. Everything's good. You can't just be an average footy player. Oh, Mockonus' Mark new word. It's not beautiful anymore. It's recognition. Have you heard him say that? He's like, oh, great recognition from Matt Moylan to do this, or whatever. And then he said, at one point he said in the game, uh, needs more recognition from Valentine Holmes to know where Billy Slater is. It's like, mate, you know, there's another word for recognition that you could use in that sentence. He needs to recognise where Slater is. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> he needs more recognition, guys. What? Give me a word. I've used up the beautiful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got a complaint. Yeah, there's a lot of words that are overused, mate. Okay, there's, there's a question someone didn't add us again. Here we go. B W T F underscore. When the Tigers inevitably beat the Dragons, lose to Manly and beat the Rabbitohs, missing the finals by one win, will it be the, nice, the most Tigers thing that ever happened? It's up there. Well, yeah, what, the most Tigers thing that ever happened would be all that string of results to happen and then for the Tigers fans to still blame the round five loss to the Broncos and blame the referees for that game. That's the most Tigers thing ever. Because mm. they're still doing that. So I'm sure they'll get through it or round three, five. is there a way that they can win all three games and somehow lose the eight on four and against from a game that they should have won? Yeah, well, they could definitely uh, miss out. Like, if the Broncos win two one by more, and, and then they win all three of theirs, that'll be it. Mm. But yeah. Oh, yeah, they'd be in the finals right now if they won that game. That's crazy. Yeah, they would be. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Let, yeah. Let's let's go. Let's start rest faulting right now. <laughs> yes, and of course, they were going to win that game if that penalty didn't happen, as yeah. we know. Okay, that's it. That's all the questions. Wow. I think so. Wow. Rugby league, it's good. Mm. Is it? I don't know. I like it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Anything we want to plug? It's fine. Anything we want to plug? That's what we've got to rugby league this year. It's fine. It's free. Okay? <laughs> it's free. It's on TV. It's better than watching Quidditch. <laughs> it's better than speaking to loved ones. And that's are, a free Are we going to be changing the name of this to like a bo- NRL... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <just> <laughs> disinterested and food, and food sometimes. <laughs> 
<laughs> three, men, three men and a dog in a room with a heater. In food chat, that makes us all actually like lean and sit up. <laughs> like, yeah, we have a talk. <laughs> As Bunga takes a nap here. I haven't sat up on Bunga, this podcast. Bunga's in about reclining three like years. he's in some bloody yeah. Caesar themed palace. Man, how do we get questions like 10 minutes this week? Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, good. Keep, yeah. keep it short. No Alrighty. one asked us about food, food things that we were willing to throw hands over. <laughs> that's probably why. We all agreed on the barbecue. Beef. There's the issue. Yeah. We agreed that barbecues are good. Barbecues that is true. Are good. That's good. You know what else is good? Going home. All right. Thanks, gents. See you guys. Bye. Coming off wet. If all your suckers that don't know.